What's up, guys? Special Sunday edition of the Dean's Pro Wrestling Podcast here. Uh, there's a lot of newsworthy topics here that I want to talk about, and a couple other topics that I just want to talk about you guys with. So, first of all, I would like to thank my friends over at Anchor for having this podcast. If you have a passion, if you are sitting at home thinking, hey, maybe I could do a podcast too. I love, you know, whatever genre of entertainment that you watch, whether it be sports, drama, horror, whatever you like. You can even start a podcast over at Anchor. Anchor distributes podcasts all over the place. I'm on six different podcast ventures, such as Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and much, much others. So head on over to Anchor. Check it out. It's absolutely free. They give you tools to edit your stuff out to make your podcast stand out and to sound absolutely terrific. I would also like to mention you can follow me on Twitter at DeanPro56. You can hit me up on Instagram at Third of Dean. You can hit that email. Hit it up, guys, at the Dean's Pro Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. Bad news coming into AEW. John Moxley is injured and is out facing Kenny Omega Saturday night at All Out in Chicago. Now, AEW did not panic here, you guys. They did not. They already had their plan B well ready and able to go. Pac, the former Dragon Gate champion, the former WWE Cruiserweight champion, NXT champion, formerly known as Neville, will now be taking the place of Jon Moxley to take on Kenny Omega. This is a blessing in disguise, you guys. Because, quite frankly, we're going to get a much better match out of it. We all know the match between Omega and Moxley was going to be good. It was going to be a fight. It was going to be hard-hitting. It was going to be brutal. Well, now, adding Pac instead of Moxley, we're just going to get a flat-out five-star classic out of this. I also heard that Ray Phoenix was hurt. But I also heard that he did an independent show last night. So I don't know about Ray Phoenix being injured going into their ladder match against the Young Bucks for All Out. I want to brush up on the update for NXT going to USA. I think this is some great news from what I've been hearing about and been what has been reported. That... If NXT numbers stay steady when they face AEW in October, then Vince McMahon will not get involved. So, we all know that NXT is great. We just don't know how it's going to be presented live for two hours. And I want to talk about one thing here. Um... NXT is going to have to do something about the way it's being presented on TV 
because NXT right now is being presented at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida, where there's probably only 400 people there to watch the show. AEW is going to be doing arenas. They're going to be doing 10,000, 14,000. They're going to be doing 15,000 people. You know, it's going to look bad when you're flipping from station to station and you see AEW selling out with 14, 15,000 people where NXT sells out 400 people, you know. Casual people are going to be like, oh, look what AEW is doing. They have so many much more people. Um, so I really hope that they get on top of that predicament right there because I think that's a real issue. And honestly, having Triple H still continue doing creative and booking for NXT is the best thing for NXT. Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn do not need to put their executive fingers all over NXT's mold. If the mold ain't broke, don't fix it. There's nothing about NXT that needs to be fixed. It doesn't need to go two hours. It really doesn't. And so, you know, and we're going to talk about a topic here in a little bit here that is really going to blow your minds. So, and, and it blows my mind. Now, being a content creator, that there's going to be so much more content to think about. And a couple of days ago, you know, I'm on Facebook and I talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people about, you know, what I think my views on about wrestling are. And, you know, they always think that I'm complaining, that I'm bitching and moaning and thinking that my views are best. Well, maybe I think my views are best because, quite frankly, it's how it should be, to be honest with you. Um... But one one topic that really caught my ire was entry themes. And for me, a lover of professional wrestling, which I hope all of you are too, and I would love for the conversation. And, and here we go with entrance themes, which I think makes or breaks a character. Like Bob Sparkplug Holly, you know? That theme was horrible. And all the other gimmick promos, gimmick wrestlers, like Bash and Booger, Minotaur, uh, Aldo Montoya. But some wrestlers' themes were actually great, like Stone Cold Steve Austin's Mankind's, Triple H's, except for that one where he had in 1995, where it was like a granditude with the orchestra. I never really got the connection. But, um... Entrance themes connects to the wrestler. Now, one gripe I want to have is for the network, where I wish I had a job working for the network, to be honest with you, because entrance themes, like in old WCW, even in Raw's, because I like the oddities theme, you know? And some of these themes are edited, and like Ernest the Cat Millers, I have to fast forward... Until we get to the match, because I can't stand his theme music that it's been edited out. And New Jacks. I'm sure they can sit down and talk with Ice Cube to get the rights to that song. 
So, you know, it's just silly to think that they just can't get rights to music because when you're at an event and you like a certain wrestler, you like everything about that wrestler, including their entrance theme. So when their entrance theme begins, you're already on your feet, ready to see this guy come out the curtain. So I really think an entrance theme is really important to the character. You know, it's it, it goes essential to their character development, which we're always preaching about here on the channel. On the channel, character development. Now. Excuse me. And now, we were talking about, you know, NXT being two hours. Now, the rumor around the rumor mill is Fox wants SmackDown to be three hours when they go to Fox on Friday, October the 4th. That's a lot of programming, you guys. We get three hours of Raw, which is already tough enough to sit through. You, now we're getting two hours of NXT, which shouldn't be two hours of NXT. It should be stuck to one hour and two-hour takeovers or two-and-a-half-hour takeovers. And now we're going to have three hours of SmackDown Two hours of NXT, that's eight hours of programming in one week. And plus, not to mention, you're probably going to have to add an extra hour to pay-per-views now. So they're going to be six hours or five hours to seven hours and eight hours for their main four. You're going to burn out your audience within a couple of months. You know, we're trying to bring butts back into seats, not burn them out and make them go bye-bye. Make them jump to AEW because they're doing the formula right. So WWE needs to really reevaluate what they're doing here because oversaturation, I mean, they've already oversaturated most of their talent to the point that where they really got to rebuild their characters like Seth Rollins, like a Becky Lynch, like Braun Strowman, like everybody else that needs to be rebuilt, rebuilt for credibility. I mean, they're already starting to rebuild the character of Becky Lynch, Seth, and Braun on Raw. And I really like what Paul Heyman is doing right there. I, I like what Paul Heyman is doing as much as he can on Raw to make it give a different feel. SmackDown, on the other hand, just made you feel like another simpleton. Made you feel like you're watching an episode of Scooby-Doo. Yet, you know, in Scooby-Doo, where you actually can connect the dots of who's going to be Roman's attacker. We don't even know who it is yet. And this, you know, red herring didn't really solve anything for anybody. It just made you look like an idiot. Just made you look stupid. Like, um, who's this guy? What does he have to do with any of this? He's not even a WWE roster guy. Who is this guy, you know? It just made you look stupid. I, for one, felt really stupid. 
And, you know, it, it goes back into the other topic that I want to talk about, the booking of Roman Reigns. You know, they're actually doing a really good job at booking Roman Reigns here. He's not being shoved down our throats. He's not in every Universal or WWE title picture. You know, he's in the mid-card. He's in storylines that we could get emotionally invested into. So, I really like what they're doing with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is actually looking human in WWE programming right now. And I'm really liking it. I, If they would have done this back in the day and built him up to the point where he got to main event status then maybe this would be a different story. But the last five years, they've shoved Roman Reigns so far down our throats that, you know, they have to rebuild this character. They have to rebuild him. They have to give him some humility. You know? I I really like this because we're also building another star here. Buddy Murphy. The last three weeks, Buddy Murphy has looked like an absolute star. And I hope they continue up with this. And that's what I like in my professional wrestling. Logic. Continuous. Continuous storylines that continue on. Long-gated storylines that make sense. Now, there's another newsworthy thing I want to talk about here. that WWE has pretty much picked out they're, uh, they're king of the ring for this year. They picked out Drew McIntyre to be their king of the ring this year. I think that's a solid idea. Drew definitely deserves the push for this. I just hope it doesn't end up like another Sheamus or King Barrett or anybody else that has won the king of the ring whenever they had it the last couple of years ago, you know? They really did nothing with the King of the Ring. Now, if they made it special like they did it from 93 to 98 or the 2001, okay, let's go with it. Um, I also would like King Andrade with Queen Queen Zelina. Also, King Joe has a good ring to it, too. So, I hope they really get back at refocusing on the King of the Ring. And having them pick out Drew McIntyre really says a lot on how much they trust Drew. And speaking of trust, I absolutely love that I can trust you guys to come and listen to the podcast. Thank you all for stopping by the channel on this special Sunday episode of the Dean's Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is Sunday, August the 25th. It's an absolute gorgeous day. The heat is finally dying down. We are starting the end of summer, going into the fall. We got Clash of Champions coming up. We have a lot more news coming up this week. So, on everything, follow me on Twitter. Smack that bird at DeanPro56. Send me an Instagram at Third of Dean. Hit me up on the email at the Deans Pro Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow the show right here on Anchor, Anchor FM, uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, 
Pocket Cast, and many other podcast ventures. I'm getting out of here, you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful, safe Sunday evening. We have Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. I will be here on Tuesday for your Monday Night Raw review. So, thank you guys for stopping by the channel on a, you know, on a very brief, you know, I'm on 15 minutes here, you know. There's not much really to talk about newsworthy. There's only a couple of things I wanted to brush upon because I've got more updated news on Mox and on NXT going to USA. I wanted to talk a fun topic about for you guys. I want to talk about, you know, WWE expo- overexposing and oversaturating their product. You know, they're going to we're going to be having on big pay-per-view weekends, we're probably going to have 18 to 20 hours worth of content. And I, for one, I hope I don't get burned out. Because you can get burned out on wrestling or on anything that you absolutely love. You know? And maybe you want to do a podcast. You know? Right here on Anchor. You know, they give you everything you need to start up a podcast. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. And it's absolutely free, you guys. You know, if you love football, basketball, you know, you love horror movies, you love drama shows, you know. Anything you could probably think of, there's a podcast about. So don't hesitate and download the, the uh, Anchor app today. Or, you know, it's as simple as a click of your computer or a tap on your smartphone, you know. It's absolutely free, guys. Anchor helps you out. It distributes to all other podcast ventures all over the globe, such as Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. So if you really want to get your voice heard out today, go to Anchor or Anchor FM on your computer. It's really simple. It's really fun. I'm getting ready to start doing some other fun things for the podcast soon, like music. So, I hope you guys have a great evening. I'm going to get out of here. It's Sunday night. You know, I wanted to talk more with you guys, but I only got so much little to do for newsworthy stuff. So, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. You know, I kept on saying I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. And I keep on talking and I keep on talking. I'm rambling because I love talking about wrestling with you guys. So, you know, for another episode of the Dean's Pro Wrestling Podcast, I am the Dean. And Monday Night Raw is tomorrow. I'm going to try and set up a Patreon page for retro reviews. I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of fun stuff for you guys. So don't be afraid to hit me up on Twitter, on Facebook. You can find me anywhere on social media. So for the Dean, I'm out. Just sorry. This is a bad ending. I'm trying to find a good sign off. All right. Later days, you guys.